This is the Acting Up Podcast with your host, Allie Goodman. Hey friends, welcome to the Acting Up Podcast, a backstage pass to the life of a working actor and mom raising a kid with special needs. So this week was a busy week. I had a lot of auditions this week, which was great. Probably the most bizarre one was a self-tape for a commercial, which I don't think I've ever done before and certainly hadn't heard much of before. And it was this series of different visuals, I would say, of me in certain situations, be it walking up and down stairs or doing something bizarre like... I don't know, dusting the house or whatever. I think the whole idea is they were trying to just see facial expressions doing basic tasks, things that you might just see somebody do for the the brand. But it was so random because usually self-tapes are done, you know, I have this nice background and I, you know, have the lighting set up and the whole thing. And this was so not that. It was basically like filming a video that I do for Instagram <laughs> or Facebook. It was quite funny so that was uh that was definitely interesting and um and yeah and I got a I had another theater audition which was really fun to go down and do uh again I'm I'm I wasn't necessarily planning to jump back into the theater world this fast but these auditions are coming in and I'm not going to say no so that's been kind of uh fun to get to re redo those uh, for a while so um other things, uh, Jackson had a, a, uh, a checkup with his developmental pediatrician. So for those of you who know or don't know, uh, you know, regular pediatrician is, you know, you go to for your well visits and your sick visits. But the developmental pediatrician is the one that in our case diagnosed Jackson or was part of that diagnosis team. And uh, we do regular checkups with him very specifically about Jackson's autism and ADHD. And right now, because he's on medication, he's seeing us a little more frequently because we're doing uh, check-ins about his medication and making sure that everything is stable or if we want to change something or how everything's going. So that's kind of where we're at right now. And uh, everything was fine. Everything is staying the same from the last episode that I talked about medication. Everything is still the same. So nothing has changed. And then we'll see him again in another three months. So we're just trying to stabilize and hopefully come up with a basic that this might be basically good for a little while. I mean, as Jackson grows, I'm sure his di- his uh, dosages will change. But for the moment, this is where we're at. Um, we also had a meeting with his <clears throat> BCBA, which we do about once a month to check in with his programming uh, in his ABA therapy. So a BCBA is somebody who went to school and uh, got a degree and is uh, basically the supervisor, board certified uh, behavioral analyst for Jackson doing ABA. And she sort of supervises the the behavior consultants and they she takes all the 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 data and she observes and uh, she, I think she does treatment once a week with him. But essentially, she's she just oversees his case and then we communicate with her and then she communicates with the team we had a meeting with her and she was telling us some of the new programs he's doing and how he's doing just so great with 
uh, his words and how he's learning sentences to read, you know, short sentences like the cat is brown. But at least he's learning how to do that. And that's been very exciting for us. The one thing with Jackson we've noticed is that he's he excels in the academic side of things. The academics are not an issue for him. It's more the expressive language of things. So if he learns it, it's more, can we get it out of him? Can we get conversation out of him? Can we get him to socialize and express what's going on? So that's a lot of where we struggle. I I know that he's got the information in there as I've said in the past so it's for us that's a bigger struggle and sometimes I think processing time for him I think he learns it but it takes him maybe a little bit longer or a little bit different but once he learns it he like locks it in so it's very it's been an interesting process to learn so that went really well um on the other side on the other kid Jordan goes in uh to for his nine-month checkup tomorrow oh my goodness to the doctor and that is kind of a good segue into what we will be talking about in this episode. Okay, we are going there. We are going to talk about vaccines. Okay, I know this is like one of the hottest hot button issues, especially coming from someone who has a child who is on the autism spectrum. And I'm going to preface this by saying I never ever got onto this podcast to pretend to be something I'm not. I am 100% going to give you my personal thoughts and opinions and ideas. And if they don't jive with yours, that's fine. If you are able to listen and still follow along, awesome. I think that's amazing. And if what I'm saying goes 100% against your feelings or whatever, then maybe this isn't the podcast for you. That being said, let's get into it. So I remember when I was pregnant with Jackson, I had a friend who had had a child, actually she had two, and uh, she was one of the moms I went to as sort of the go-to to get just sort of updates and information because she had kids that were a little bit ahead of mine and therefore, you know, as we were, as Facebook was starting to become a thing where you could get information or you were texting or whatever mom groups hadn't quite turned into anything I don't even think they had groups yet so I was you know relying on friends that of friends or people that I knew that could help and all that kind of stuff so this particular friend had two kids and the uh her youngest was a boy and she had just had him eh, maybe like uh, a little bit less than a year before I had Jackson so I kind of kept going to her with infor- getting information. And one of the things that she mentioned to me was she had put her kids on a vaccine schedule. And I was really confused by that because I'd never heard of this. Again, things were not as widespread as they are now and they weren't as obvious as they are now. And her opinion of that was there was this big scare right now, especially with boys, that vaccines were causing autism. And I remember thinking, whoa, that's that's an incredibly scary thing to think about. Like that that's got to be a very rare thing. You know, that's got to be a, a very sm- small percentage of kids that that would happen to. But still, it's the same idea. Like you don't, you know, send your kid out without a hat. You don't, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. So I tried to do a little bit of research on this. And everything I kept finding was pretty much in the process of debunking this claim that autism is caused by vaccines. 
Yet, the more I searched, the more I started finding this, the, these websites and correlations to autism and vaccines. I got scared. Not because I was worried that my kid, I mean, this was way before there was anything to worry about. I, I mean, I mean, and I mean worry in that, like, I had knowingly, I don't even think Jackson was born yet. And I tentatively brought it up to John and I said, have you heard about this? And he kind of rolled his eyes and said, it's, 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 it's BS. It's like not true. And I was like, okay. And I was like, but what do you know about it? And he's like, I know that it's not true. And I was like, well, that's not enough for me. Like I need to do my own research and figure this out. So that's what I did. I delved in. I read some stuff. I read both sides of this thing. And the more I looked and the more I searched, and I mean really looked into it, and I'm not you know, again, the, I am just a mom. I am not a scientist. I, I am not here to push or a, an agenda. I am going to tell you what I found. I found no link, no link between actually getting vaccines for your kid is going to cause them autism because autism generally, from what they know, actually happens in utero. It doesn't happen because of something that you inject in vaccines to give your kid. Now, I know that all the angry letters are coming in right this second as I said that. Let me stop and say this. As this thing has taken hold and gone, you know, off the chains, I want to just start with the most important part of this. Let's pretend that the vaccines could, could actually cause autism. Let's just, let's just take that as a possibility. Okay, let's say it. Let's say it is. I don't believe it is, but let's just say it is. I would rather have an autistic child than a dead child. I'm going to say that again. I would rather have an autistic child than a dead child. And this is coming from somebody who has an autistic child, a fairly severely autistic child, somebody who I think about my his future and I don't know that he will ever live unassisted. Okay, I live this every day. I live with him every day. I live with his behavior, you know, his his frustrating behaviors and his, you know, focus issues and all of that every single day. Now, I don't know what the future will hold and maybe he'll surprise us. And I have all the hope and the belief and the faith in the world. But I I hope for the best and I plan for all the contingencies. I hope for the best and I plan for all the contingencies. That's all I can do. So I say this to you from the viewpoint of somebody who lives with it every single day, who has not had a full night's sleep since her child was born because of this disorder, this because of autism. Again, disorder is a terrible way to put it, but do you know what I'm saying? Because of who he is, because of what goes on in his brain and how it's wired and how he was born. And I am telling you that I would still rather have my child than have him dead. And I tell you this because if we do not vaccinate our kids... If we do not vaccinate children in general, if we do not start the vaccine process, we are killing herd immunity. Herd immunity, if you don't know what that is, is what we all rely on when we vaccinate the bulk of the population. There are children out there that cannot get vaccinated for whatever reason, be it an allergy, be it uh, they they're going through they have leukemia and they're going through chemo and their bodies can't handle that the immunocompromised the elderly my dad for example he has to be around vaccinated people because he had a liver transplant I mean it's like w there are people out there that need herd immunity 
it's it's necessary and otherwise you can kill them if they contract something and there's a lot of false information out there saying that these diseases are not you know they're benign measles for example has had an outbreak and there's a lot of claims that it's not a big deal you know this one had the measles that one had the measles yeah maybe so but if you have anything anything that could trigger it's a highly contagious disease and anything could trigger a a reaction and someone can get very sick if you come anywhere near my baby who's not fully inoculated he's nine months old he has not had all of his vaccines yet and you could kill my child okay you could kill my baby so 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 again i am not denying that there are deaf i mean obviously there are there are obviously have been people who have been injured by vaccines. I think the number is a hell of a lot lower than the claims that are out there. I think they have done an incredible job with, I mean, and you can Google this, just go look up debunking vaccines causing autism. Go look it up because the guy that started this whole thing has been debunked to the point where his license was revoked and not because of big pharma and not because of any of those things but because the guy had his own agenda and he was trying to push his own vaccine okay the last thing i'm gonna say about my opinion and my feeling and my strong fight on this is the pediatrician there's a famous person out there her name starts with a J and it ends with a McCarthy. And she was was a big proponent in pushing this vaccines cause autism thing because her son apparently was vaccine injured and and now has autism or you know doesn't have uh, according to her now she, she claims he doesn't have autism but he exhibits the mimics what autism looks like or whatever. But at the point the time that she started this it was my child has autism and it was caused by the MMR vaccine. Fine. Her pe- the pediatrician for this child has always said scheduled, scheduled vaccines or don't get them or you don't need them or there's too many or whatever. He's been on 100% on her side with this. And because of the outbreak in Washington and how, uh, Washington State and everything kind of falling apart, there's an article out there where he says, now is the time to go get vaccinated. He does an about face and turn 180 degrees and turns around and says that it's time to do it. Why? Because his patients can't hide anymore. They can't hide within the herd community, immunity community, because there's so many people that are actually not vaccinating their kids. He's not a minority anymore. It's becoming more of a majority because we've scared people. And here's the other thing that's so terrible. We've scared people about autism. We've scared people about having a struggling struggling with your child nobody wants to see their child struggle I, last night jackson had a complete we couldn't figure out what was going on he was melting down in his bedroom hysterically crying kicking and just almost gnashing and tearing his hair out i mean our hearts were breaking because it wasn't he wasn't having a like a temper tantrum he was it was as if he was going through something and we couldn't help him. It was like he was having a night terror, but he wasn't asleep and he wasn't having one because he hadn't fallen asleep. He was reliving something that we couldn't climb into his brain and help him with. And all I could do, all I could do was come in there and sit with him and hold him and tell him he was wonderful and tell him it was going to be okay and calm him down and and 
do my best to be with him where he was. That was all I could do. And it was heartbreaking. And granted, I'm sure parents are like, I did that with my kid. Yeah, well, your kid was probably two. Mine's six. It's a big difference. And when they're 50 pounds and they can actually hurt you, it's a very big difference. So trust me when I tell you, I get it. I would not wish my child to go through what he goes through every single day. I don't want to take away who he is. I think he's amazing. I think some of his gifts are due to the fact that he was born this way to Lady Gaga for you. But I also know that his struggles are intense and deep and tough. And I wouldn't wouldn't wish that on anybody. However, I also don't think my kids should be dead or ignored or disappeared or erased in some capacity. He's an important person. He has got some incredible things to give to this world. And I don't think that we need to be trying to erase him from existence in any in any sense of the way. Now, do I think it would be amazing if we could come up with some way to help and and help take away the pain and the struggle? Sure. But I also don't know if at this point we are saying that we're taking away who he is as a person. He already has autism. That's not changing. He will have that for the rest of his life. Like somebody who has type 1 diabetes, they will have that for the rest of their life. Like someone who has mental illness, they will have that for the rest of their life. But then you manage it and you learn how to manage it. And that is what you do and that is what we do. And I stand here before you if you are on the fence if you are nervous, if you are having a baby, if you think to yourself, oh my goodness, you know, do I even go into having these vaccines? I've heard so many terrible things. Please, for the love of all the kids around you and the love of your own child, please, please get them vaccinated for their safety, for their safety and for the safety of others. It's, it is necessary. Okay, can you can you put your kid in a car without a car seat and maybe they'll be okay? Yeah, sure, absolutely. But if you get into a car crash, you will have wished up and down and sideways that you had one of those crash tested car seats that you know are safe and that your child is supposed to be in, right? This is how I look at it. You are inoculating them from death, from death and terrible disease because here's the thing. It's not just, oh, your kid could die. So many other things can happen when you if when you have a child that has not been inoculated and they contract measles or one of these other things. They can get encephalitis. They can their brains can swell. Terrible things can happen. Trust me, it is not I mean, yes, the ultimate, yes, maybe it sounds like I'm being dramatic. I'm not. People died from these things. That's why these vaccines were created. Hello. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. My rant is over, but I'm going to be completely and 100% honest here. When I found out that I was having a baby and I realized, because boys have a higher incidence of autism than girls, even though there are a lot, of, there are more girls than there are, I mean, there are more girls now or, or reported, but they're reported differently, which is why I think the 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 numbers are different. But for the for the sake of argument, boys tend to get reported as higher 
instances of having autism than girls right now. When I found out I was having another boy, I had a moment. I'm not going to lie. I thought to myself, oh, God, okay. I mean, I knew no matter what that I could have a baby that could have autism. And he still might. He might He might still emerge with that. We already have some motor delays. Who knows what will happen as the future goes. But as of right now, I don't see the same – I don't see him – responding the same way that Jackson did as a baby and I only know what I know now because I know what I know now because I've had time and you know time in the in life to see and and comparing him and Jackson however I did have a moment where I thought to myself okay all right well this one I'm not going to screw up and I'm I'm going to give him you know vaccines on a schedule and I'm good and then I thought to myself what am I doing I'm falling into this prey of fear. Why am I doing that? I know that vaccines did not cause Jackson's autism. And if Jordan has autism, he has autism because it happened in utero. I think they're saying it happens between so early on. It's something about how the synapses are formed or something between the first and uh, when things split between maybe the first and second trimester. They're not 100% sure, but they but that is where they are finally getting closer and closer to figuring it out not that it matters I love my child he's a beautiful amazing child and if Jordan you know presents with autism as well well then we will deal with it but I am still taking my child in as I have every single appointment he's had up through his nine nine months of life so far and he has had vaccines at every single scheduled appointment that he's supposed to have them and he will have them continuing and so will Jackson that is my my opinion is that it is I am thinking of my children, I am thinking of their living well, and I'm thinking about the other children in the world. Uh, there's a there's a child in our community who has cancer. She cannot get inoculated. And her brother has autism. And they all get inoculated because she would die if she gets if she contracts something. I will be vaccinating my children for as long as they need to get their vaccinations. And that is what I have to say about that. Whoo, people. Okay, that was, uh, that was a lot, huh? Yeah, okay. All right. We went there. We went there. We went there, but we're back. Uh, so I wanted to uh, switch gears just a little bit and talk about what's coming up. Um, this week is, is Valentine's Day, actually, uh, probably has already passed when you're listening to this. But some of my favorite places that I take Jackson in the suburbs so we live in the suburbs of Chicago and I just kind of wanted to give like a quick shout out to some of the places we go Um, some of them are paid and some of them are free that he likes to go like play indoor play spaces because when it's Chicago and it's cold and it's winter as it is right now around Valentine's Day it's like we can't get outside to a park there's no parks that are open right now and you know they're it's snowy and gross and slushy and awful so where do we go and what do we do (laughs) well there's uh, a new play space that has opened at North Brocourt which is a mall it's free it's great and we go there a lot there's slides and things and places to jump around and play and it's excellent and it's open as long as the mall is open so you can check those hours um, at North Brocourt and then uh, there's a place called We Orbit which is in Highland Park it's this amazing indoor play space. And let me just tell you, she keeps that place so freaking clean. I can't even begin to tell you. I, 
I would take I would like let my kids eat off the floor. That's how clean she keeps it. Every toy is cleaned. Every single thing is I mean multiple times a day they're going around and cleaning. It's amazing. I would I love it there. I'm I want to live there because it's so clean. I take Jackson there and there's an area for babies so Jordan goes there too and you know in the little baby area and it's super fun. There's some great slides and things and then there's actually even a place you can eat and she also uh, will rent it out for parties. So um, that's called We Orbit so weorbit.com and we just love it there. So those are a couple of places that we go during the winter time to stave off the boredom and get out a little bit uh, when we need you need something to do. It's pretty great. I also want to give a quick shout out to, um, I'm, I'm going to start doing, I think, a shout out every week because I think it's super important uh, to my friend Nan. Nan ha- and I met, she was uh, dating a guy that I went to college with. I think he was in the grad program and I was in the undergrad program, but we were friendly because the theater program was small. And Nan was dating him and we became friendly because of that. And we've just stayed friends for years now. Uh, but Nan had has every single time that John and I or Jackson post about, well, Jackson doesn't post, but I post about something that's going on with us, whether it's a financial need or whether it's a situation, you know, situation going on with, you know, John lost his job or Jackson has $8,000 of, you know, (laughs) insurance that we have to pay off or whatever. She has always come back with, what can I do to help? How can I make this better for you? She sent me lactation cookies when I was having milk problems. I mean, she's just amazing, an amazing friend. And she started a, a, it was called Crowd Rise, uh, to try to get us some fundraising for Jackson's medical bills for a while when we didn't have, when we only had Medicaid insurance. And it was so kind of her and so wonderful and I just love this woman so much she has two beautiful children of her own and I'm just super grateful for Nan so happy Galentine's Day Nan I love you and thank you for being such an amazing supportive friend I'm sorry that you live so far away and we don't get to see each other in person for reals but I swear I don't know what I would do without you so yay I also wanted to give a thank you to Joy who emailed me or messaged me and asked specifically about vaccines. And it was so funny because I had this episode on a list of upcoming episodes, but Joy, your question prompted me to put it up this week. So thank you for bringing it up. Uh, Joy had been at a a play space with her grandson and she overheard somebody else talking about her child, her grandchild having, uh, this other grandchild having autism, the grandmother of this other child said, oh, he has autism because he had vaccines. And she messaged me immediately and said, is this true? And I was like, oh, okay, we have to have, I have to do an episode on this very fast, especially with the fact that there was this outbreak going on in in Washington state. So thank you, Joy, so much for your question, because it actually made this episode pushed to the top, which I think it was important and needed to happen. And like I said, if my, my opinions on this are going to sort of weed out the people that don't want to listen to our experience because it doesn't follow fall in line with their politics or their feelings or what's happened with them or their experience, then by all means, I'd rather you know now where I stand. Because I think it's super important that I'm transparent with you and, and I'm as clear and obvious about where I stand and what I stand for and believe in than 
to pretend to not be. You, you won't see me doing that wish-washy fall unless unless there's evidence that changes my mind of course then I would backtrack 100% and say hey this came out and this proved xyz and therefore I see things differently but uh right now I am believing science I am believing the scientists I'm believing the studies I'm believing the peer-reviewed studies I am listening to the doctors I am listening to the scientists who have gone to school for this and have studied this and put together all of the necessary information don't have an agenda behind it even though people think they do they don't I I literally can't even go any further into it but my point is that's where I stand I hope that you'll stick around and know that no matter what that I, I am here to be transparent and tell you my experience my life and where I stand and how I feel we go through this every day so uh, that's that's it my friends, I <laughs> I hope this was uh, uh, an enlightening episode for you, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but I want to thank you for being such supportive listeners. If you want to follow me and find me, um, first of all, if you were linked to this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast because then you'll get notified when it comes up. Uh, also, if you are looking for how to follow me and learn more about Jackson's journey and everything else that we're doing, uh, follow me on social media at Ali, A-L-I, real, R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L. So that's Ali Real to Real. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And if you want to find me on Twitter, on Twitter I'm at Ali, A-L-I underscore Goodman. Uh, right now, that's it. And I just want to say thanks to all of you you're fantastic and thanks for rating and reviewing um please keep it going and share this with your friends all right everyone take it one step at a time one day at a time one second at a time if you have to and just